0: Welcome to Whitefields Church Podcast. Our focus is to help you grow relationally, emotionally, and spiritually. I hope you enjoy the message.
1: Good morning, everyone. And, uh... Happy New Year. I know we've, we've heard a lot, and I know that at times you think, oh my goodness, I, even right now, I didn't take any notes. There was so many scriptures, so many words spoken of us, but you know what? It's all right. Don't worry about it, because it goes into your spirit. What happens is, how many times have you been in a situation where you're like, all of a sudden like, boom, the scripture just comes to your mind? Or like, a month later, you're like, oh, I remember this phrase from Pastor Mark's sermon. And you're just like, boom, and it hits you so nicely, you know? And... Uh, so anyway, so do not worry about it. I I will have more scripture for you, so brace for more, but um, real quick, uh, I wanted to touch on just what the Lord has uh, given to my heart, um, and I know because it's 2020, I don't want to be all cheesy or anything like that, but uh, I was like, Lord, just give us, like, give us something, give us something short, but to the point, point. and it was When I heard this uh, prophecy this morning, it really just reassured me, gave me peace, because it's called Vision in Action. So if you don't get anything else from my quick message real quick, just remember, vision in action, meaning, you know, one thing is seeing, but one thing is actually doing it. And we've heard, you know, this morning that, you know, time to move, time to step in. The angels are here to assist us. I mean, we have, we're, we're getting backed up by the Almighty God, Amen. Amen. All right. And so real quick, I want to touch on what is church. Church works together in love unity with ultimate purpose, glorify, glorifying Christ. We honor each other, and by doing so, we honor God. So honoring one another. Very important. That I want to know that that's this is us. This is church. Loving one another. Respecting one another. Galatians 6.2 says, carry each, uh, carry each other's burdens, and in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. So... um, vision and action galatians 122 but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves so it's not not just hearing oh great 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 you know so behind because behind every vision is a purpose but purpose starts with an action okay um so every journey you've heard this every journey begins with a single step right so there because there are people who constantly dream big things and you i'm sure you know some people they're constantly dreaming like oh yeah I, if I, if I would have put my ideas in action, I'd be a millionaire right now. Great. Why didn't you do it? <laughs> There's people that are less talented, I noticed, but, you know, but because they're doing it faithfully in their little, little bit what they have, they're very successful. So don't doubt yourself with what, how much you have. Adichka, can you go sit down, please? Okay, then sit right here, okay? Thank you. All right. Sorry about that. All right. So I want to hit three points right now. Part of the that includes vision and action. Okay. Um, number one, focused excellence. Go sit down. Thank you. <laughs> Getting better as a dad. <laughs> focused excellence. Colossians three twenty three. Whatever you do, work at all with uh, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. All right. We're doing it as if we're doing it to the Lord. So, Romans 12 11, never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. I love one of the translations says, enthusiastically, with joy. Um, what are you good at? You know, the thing is, um, some, somebody's good at, you know, cooking, you know, somebody's good at. Um, visiting other people and checking in on them. You know, Sid was just sharing this morning, you'll see me moving during the worship. I love it. What are you good at? And I guarantee you there's something that, at least one thing that you're good at and the Lord has placed in your heart and you know you can do that. And the Lord says, hey, that's all I want. Just bring that little. And I'm going to get to that real quick as well, a little bit more. Um, So pick one good thing, stick with it. Sometimes, you know, even even if you don't think you have much. Um, Sometimes, you know, when people are scattered all over the place, Uh, It actually can thin you out. Uh, Sometimes we do more by doing less. All right. So excellence doesn't mean perfection. It just means you're doing it as if you're doing to the Lord. So the Lord sees your heart and what you're doing. So that's point number one, focused excellence. Amen? All right. Point number two, we believe big, but we start small. Luke 16.10, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little, he will also be dishonest with much. So, in other words, you know, embrace limitation. So, with what you have, what I just earlier just spoke on, just that little bit. Having just, just that little bit. And in Luke nine sixteen, uh, there's a story. Uh, remember, late in the afternoon, the 12 came up to him and said, you know, send the crowd away. I mean, the disciples came to Jesus. Um, uh, they can go uh, and send the crowd away so they can go to the surrounding villages and countryside to find food and lodging because we, were, we are in a remote place here. Hugh he replied, so this is Jesus telling his disciples, You give them something to eat. They answered, We only have five loaves of bread and two fish. So that's all they got. What do you have? You know, if you think about it, there's 5,000 people, right, that are hungry. And Jesus is like, you guys go feed them. You. Jesus wants you to be involved. He wants you to bring what you have and he'll do the rest. He will multiply. And that's vision and action. That's believing in big but starting small. So bring what you got, even if it's little. See what Jesus can do through you. What Jesus can do through you. And he can do so much. Take a step of faith, like like Peter. You know, he was in unknown territory when Jesus was walking on water, and all of a sudden, you know, it's ridiculous. But Peter's like, I want to walk on water too. You know, if you have that heart, you know, that's you just need to you just need to have a desire, and when you have a desire, you take that step of faith into it, faith into action, and you begin to see what the Lord can do through that very little that you have. You know, some people are. You know, very good construction builders. And there's times where somebody pulls up and helps somebody out. Things like that. I mean, there's countless things. I guarantee you right now, as you're sitting, there's just ideas flowing through your head. I guarantee you when we leave today, the Lord will place it on your heart and you will just continue to take that into action. And be able to spread the word of God, the love of God. You know, we don't need to go out there and like a lot of times just one word to somebody can pick them up. Can just change their lives. And I want you to know that that's the kind of power you have, even if it's very little, even if it's just one word. So it's, the Lord says, give me what you got, and I'll do the rest. Amen. The fields are white, so they're ready to be reaped. Amen. Point number three, this is the last one, okay? We are contributors, not consumers. Yeah. So in other words, are you a feeder or a needer? It's just an easy, easier way to remember. Um, earlier in that passage, Luke 9, 16, I was reading, Jesus told disciples, you give them to eat. He says, you will. So the Lord wants us to be involved. And there's so much joy in giving. And there's so much joy in serving. Um, unfortunately, there's just people who are needers, you know. <laughs> and they just used to be fed and cleaned up after. And the thing is, we are... As Christians, we are evolving, you know, from power to power, from strength to strength, from spirit to spirit. And um, I love it how Hebrews 5.12 actually talks about it. In fact, uh, Hebrews 5.12, in fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God's word all over again. I understand this this word is a little bit provoking or challenging, I should say, to step into action. But bear with me. You need milk, not solid food. You're talking about some people. Anyone who lives on milk, being still an infant, is not acquainted with the teaching about righteousness. But solid food is for mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. So, in other words, time to graduate from the kitty table, you know. You've been eating mac and cheese and some ice cream for a while. And it's great, you know. But the thing is, Lord, there's something that the Lord prepares at the table, a ribeye steak. Think of that. Okay, if we can get out some, you know, pictures in our mind right now. Um, I love this because uh, Psalm 23, 5, it says, You prepare the table before me in the presence of my enemies. How powerful is that? While you are eating baby food, though, in other words, you won't be able, if you won't be able to have that strength to overcome difficult, more challenging things. So I understand. And some people are like that. They're like, they just don't want to move and they're sitting in comfort. But I believe we are a Whitefield church. We are anointed. There's, every one of you is here for a purpose. And everywhere you go, you shine that light. There's presence of God behind you. There's those angels that are going to be behind you. And one word you speak to somebody, will can lift them up and say, you know what? I, can I pray over you? And all of a sudden, what's the worst thing that I guess a person can say? No? Uh, <laughs> and you just lay your hands and say, hey, let me pray over you. And a lot of times, you don't even need to, you don't even know why. You'll pray for them and just start rolling down their, you know, eyes. And you're like, wow, whatever I did is a good thing. You'll notice this. And it's the way it works. It happened to me before. I'm in the store or something, and, or it could be somewhere else in an the airport, and you see in the so in your heart, you're just like, come up to that person, say something or, or go buy that person lunch or, or if there's a person, you know, behind you or something, I'm going to pay for their food, you know. And if you hear that, pretty sure that's Holy Spirit. It doesn't force anything on you. But then when you don't do that, when you don't follow through with that voice of doing something that you should have, and then you're like, oh, I should have. Should have, could have, would have, you know. And um, so the Lord says, hey, you. even if you don't have much, but with what you do, those little things, be faithful in that and be excellent in that. And I will bless you and I'll reward you. It, it's great. Uh, a few weeks, uh, is it two weeks now since Christmas? A week. I mean, you know, we've been having a little bit challenging time, you know, me and my wife's lives, you know, just with our family and things like that. And uh, it's so amazing. Like all of a sudden we get a knock on the door and there's a flower delivery, you know, and Carla delivers as us flowers, and it puts an awesome scripture in there. And it really broke me into tears. I, I mean, I, flowers, you know, I mean, probably are not so impressive to a guy, you would think. But just that, that melted my heart. I mean, I called Carla. I was like, I'm trying not to cry right now. Thank you so much. You have no clue how much that meant to me. Uh, the week before that, Sid somehow, you know, uh, as uh, Sid and Carol decided to send us food, and so Sid delivered us a pot roast, it was just so good. Out of nowhere, just, and I'm like, what a blessing. So I, I was on the receiving end. It feels great to receive, guys. But I guarantee, if you ask Carla or Sid or anyone that's serving, when you give, there's so much joy in that. And I challenge you today to step into the action, the vision in action. Lord, you have given me little. I have, you know, just very little bit. You know, few loaves. Just a little bit of fish. And that's all I'm going to bring. But Lord, you will do the rest. Amen? All right. And uh, I want to end with this. First uh, Thessalonians 5.11. All right. Perfect. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as, in fact, you were doing. Now we ask you, brothers and sisters, to acknowledge of those who work hard among you, who care for you uh, in the Lord and who admonish you. Hold them in the highest regard and love because of of their work. This is church. These are our leaders, our pastors. Live in peace with each other. This is for all of us as well. And we urge you, brothers and sisters, warn those who are idle and disruptive. Encourage the disheartened. Help the weak. Be patient with everyone. Make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong, but always strive to do what is good for each other and for everyone else. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus amen amen so vision in action we're going to take this challenge we're going to focus on a few things that we're good at and we're going to step into them focused excellence number two we believe in big but we start small but we have to start small dreaming is great but if you start stepping into like I'm gonna do, just be faithful in this little thing. I'm gonna be faithful in my tithes this year. I'm gonna I'm gonna test what the word of God says because the word of God is a law. It, it it's set in motion. You know, if you do this, you will get that. that that's how it's just there's certain things that are just law of gravity. Lord's, Lord's promises are faithful and true. Point number three: We're contributors, not consumers. Amen. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Amen. All right, and uh, we're, we also wanted to pray over Jason and Karen Greg. All
0: right, I'll have Pastor take over. Amen. We're going to close with a song too. Yeah. Um, what I would like us to do is this week. I'm giving you homework. How many of you like homework? Amen. You know, they. I, I read this years ago. How to ruin a good men's group? Give them homework. They won't come back because they didn't do it. But next Sunday, next Sunday, you, you all saw kind of how a decree works. Yeah. You're, you're buying in with your words uh, into a faith picture of what you believe God is doing. So I would like you, everybody here to write something down this week, just a sentence or two, bring it, tear it off into a little strip, and when the tithe basket goes around next week, I want you to put that in. And I'm going to read every one. You don't have to put your name on it unless you want to. Um, That'd be fine if you did. That'd be wonderful. But if you don't, it doesn't matter. But I want you to put that in the baskets when they go by next week because um, it's not about money. It's about faith. It's about God. I have believed this most of my Christian life. In good times... In bad times, when I've prospered and when I've been unprospering, I know this. It is God who gives a man power to get wealth, and he adds to it no sorrow. Proverbs 22.10 says, It is the Lord who gives me prosperity. Amen. Uh, Amen? So, I've used that a lot in my life. Both when I've had a full checking account and when I've had an empty one. It's the same thing. It is God is my provider. Amen. Hallelujah. So write that down and sow what you want to sow into, is, as Vic said today. You know, you're sowing into something, you're stepping into something, even if it's, it seems very small to you, but you're making a decree. And, and then we're going to review it uh, later. You're going to review it. We'll review it as a church and say, what has God done in our midst? While we were just busy loving him. Amen. Jason and Karen, you want to come up? These two have grown wings like angels and are flying (laughs) south. Um, We have a few of those. Barry and Sanders stayed with us this winter. I have a feeling these last couple of days they thought, that Maybe that wasn't the best decision, <laughs> but uh, they're going down to Florida, and we're going to miss you, and uh, we want to pray for you, all right, amen, thank you, God. Lord, we just thank you for these two, Lord, we thank you you brought them into a, uh, to our lives, at at this time and that uh, we can be a part of their lives. Father, we want to pray over them this morning. We want to ask your divine blessing upon them. Lord, they're looking to you to fulfill some things that need to be fulfilled in their lives. Father, we ask that this would be a time of fulfillment of those things in their lives. Thank you, God. Lord, I pray that they would be able to, uh, in the midst of a uh, challenge, in the midst of fear, Lord, you've not given them over to a, to a spirit of fear, but of a sound mind. Lord, that, that you have it all in hand. Thank you, God. We ask for your hedge of protection about them as they travel. Lord, we ask that you bless them there in Florida as they think about us while they're in the sunshine with their toes in the water. They think about us here, and they just send their love to us here. Thank you, God. And Lord, we'll, we'll think about them while we're freezing, and we'll send our love to them. But most of all, God, we ask that in all that they do, you fill their vision, you fill their eyes. With your promises and the seeing of the fulfillment of many of those promises during this time. Bless them, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let's all stand. We're gonna close with a song. Um, God bless you. Amen.
1: We are bound for glory.
0: Thank you for joining us today. Please make sure to subscribe to our podcast. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit our website, whitefieldsalaska.com. Thanks again for listening, and may God bless you today.